see, I usually ain't got a couple of markers, but it just seemed like there's some scriptures just kept coming. And I don't know if I'll get into every one of them or not, but uh, had some thoughts on some things. And think, I think we'll start over in Galatians. And, and I know when I when I read through some of this here that uh, <clears throat> you'll find it very familiar, uh, and it's uh, some things that, uh, that we've we've no doubt for ten years the Lord's had our heart burdened with in this church right here. It just seemed like the Lord just kept bringing bringing these things back to us, and and especially especially I, I know we're all right now we're still uh, feasting off of what we got to enjoy Sunday. And, and 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 them youngins coming to the Lord and, and giving their hearts to to the Lord and, and and we should be rejoicing in that. But through it, uh, I, I kept getting these thoughts on these scriptures here, and and uh, I, I just want us to, to 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 think about some things. And with the Lord's help, I'll be able to to get this get this out the way way He'd have it to be brought. But in the sixth chapter of the book of Galatians. Uh, Think it, uh, well, let me just read them, but starting in the first verse. He says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and, in, and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of his flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto, unto them who are of the household of faith. And and I'll stop there. And 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 I y'all know as I've been here, it just seemed like uh, that our theme scripture the Lord just constantly brings to me since I've been a pastor and has been has been that that ninth verse. And and let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. But I want us to back up just for just for a second, and I want you to think about that fourth verse. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. And and, and that's sort of where our heart was this evening in this, is, is is some things in our life that needs to get proved. And and and, and the word prove, if you want to look it up, I'll tell it to you. It means to experience, to try by suffering or encountering, to examine. So to prove something, you've got to experience it. To know, to be able, Daniel, that, that you can put your confidence, that you can put your trust, there's some things you need to prove. And he said to where that we could joy in, in ourselves and not another. 
he said he said that uh, uh, to prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. And 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 I got to thinking on them things about how that that that, that I've got things in my life, Mike, that's, that's memorials and they're monuments to me, places I've experienced, Daniel, things that I've tried, Daniel, that has been proved in my life to work. And, 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 and they've established and settled in me and, and nothing will shake me and nothing will rock me. But I'm going to tell you here tonight, I can testify that unto you. And I can tell it unto you. Because you read it, it's impossible to please, please the Lord without faith tonight. But you know how He wants us, He wants us to prove our own works. So that we can rejoice in ourselves and not just in another. I've seen these youngins and I, I thought about the whole Matt yesterday. Me and Shandy went over where we got her eyes checked out and went over and seen Matt uh, uh, about some things over there. And, and we was talking and I said, you know, I said, it was just so beautiful to look and see the front of this church lined up with all them youngins uh, Sunday night. Big tears in their eyes and burdens on their lives and, and, and falling into the altar and praying one with another and, and seeing them two come up out of that altar with salvation on their life. And you know what I've rejoiced in all week, Earlene? They something got proved in the lives of our young on Sunday night. And it's the testimonies of each one of the young. As little old Riley preached Sunday night, God proved something to that young man. And then times when you seem like you're struggling, it seems so hard, don't get weary in well-doing. In due season you'll reap if you think not. There are times when we feel like just giving up and throwing up our hands and saying it ain't worth it to Hey, God's got a plan and God's got some things that He's working in our life. And without that faith calling and trusting the God of heaven, of knowing that He ain't going to lead us into anything that's going to hurt us, we may have to go through some dark times. We may have to walk through some low times. Hey, but I'm going to tell you what, prove Him. I promise you He'll show up to be faithful. He won't leave you without any help. He won't let you die where you're at. You can prove it for yourself. You can rejoice for yourself and not another. I'm so thankful God allowed me to be part of this church and to be your pastor. I'll be gone one day, CT. I'll be gone early. I don't know if the Lord may send me somewhere else. He may call me out of here and I may be a dead man before the morning comes. But I'm going to tell you something tonight. You prove this for yourself and not for your pastor, not by his words. You prove it for yourself, not by the deacon board, not by the teachers, but you put your trust in the God of heaven for yourself. I promise you this, when this old fat preacher's gone, the Word of God will stand true. Hey, there's a lot of stuff getting preached today that's a bunch of junk. Hey, there's a lot of things getting said about the church. Hey, that it ain't got no part in some things. I'm going to tell you something got proved Sunday night. The church has a part in the salvation of the child. And don't take my word for it. It got proved in your life Sunday night.
I thought about the scripture, and I didn't understand exactly how the Lord was tying all these scriptures in together. I thought about the scripture over there in Matthew, and the Lord had told many parables, and many people was believing the things He had said. And He comes on down till He goes back to His own country, and He stands and He tries to teach to them over there. <coughs> Let me just read it. Let me just read it. I don't want to quote, quote nothing wrong. Hopefully in the book of Matthew, in the 13th chapter, about the 53rd verse, it says, And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these parables, He departed thence. And when He was come into His own country, He taught them in their synagogue, insomuch that they were astonished, and said, Whence hath this man this wisdom? And these mighty works, they started questioning him right there. Whence has this man this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not this, is not his mother called Mary? And his brother James and Joyce and Simon and Judas and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Whence then hath this man all these things. And they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and in his own house. And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. I thought about that scripture as I thought about things that needs to get proved. In our life. Works that needs to get proved in our life. You want to know where Jesus Christ gets the less, the least amount of honor anymore in his own house? That's right. Around his own people. That's where he gets the least honor anymore. We think we know who Jesus is. We think we know all about everything that he's ever done because we've been a part of the church. For so many years. We think that hey, these men today that's a preaching stuff that go so against what they brought up under, they go so against what they know to be right, what they witness to be right, but they'll preach it anyway. Hey, and you know what? They think they figured out who Jesus is, and they think all these different things, but I'm gonna tell you something. Hey, he's a spirit, and the church needs to worship in spirit. The church needs to believe God. You wanna know why we ain't seeing more saved than we do? It said right there, and he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. It takes the church. It takes the prayers of the church. It takes the church being where she needs to be and being a fit mother. If you don't believe that, then you won't know what you ain't going to see. Many great works. But when you start getting your faith in order, you start getting where you need to be. And we start believing, Savannah. And not let this 
be the place that he gets the least amount of honor. Prove your God. Prove the works of the God. Believe him. And don't get weary and well-doing. And don't faint. Because the new season you're going to reap. I promise you that, church. God, I, I pray that y'all go to my grave of preaching Jesus Christ, preaching Him crucified, preaching that the prayers of the mother makes a difference in lives. I'm going to tell you something. We've got great witness of it. Don't let this die out in your life. You hang on to what you've been seeing happen around the house of God. That young man, Trevor, that sits right back there, ain't been that long ago, but made his way to this altar. We see a difference in that young man. Sister Barry, you're on burdens right where I just read, and then on down from it, Sister Barry, you want another burdens. You know who else was texting me today? Said you've been on my heart and I'm praying for you. Trevor Huntsman. I got a text from that young man. Ain't been saved but a few months. Just got him baptized just the other Sunday. You know who was texting me this season? Who's dove right in here and took that covenant serious? Hey, that took what God proved in his life serious. A young man about right at 19 years old. Hey, that ain't been in this way half as long as most of us. But God's proved some things in his life. And he's putting them to work. I ain't preaching one no better than another. I'm just preaching you some examples. Ashamed. He didn't back off. <laughs> Usually that young and that fresh uh, in your salvation, you want to sit back and make sure uh, that you're doing the right thing. You don't want to get ahead of nobody. Hey, you want to know what they what nobody got in front of that young <laughs> He fell right into where the fight was going on, didn't he? Hey, no, he didn't go hide behind somebody else's back. He got that on the front lines. Why you reckon? Because this works got proved in his life. And he believed him for himself and not another. Who learned Psalms? He says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I can't tell you how good as Ernie's never put this, but I ain't never tasted it. You know? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what, I've tasted it. When the bowl comes out, I'm going to have a spoonful of it. <sighs> I'm going to tell you about something when I tasted the good Lord. <laughs> and I've seen how good He was. Hey! <clears throat> when it comes time to do some eating, I'm going to get me a spoonful. <laughs> That's what got proved in my life. Church, we better hang on to this. 
Because I'm telling you what, it's getting thrown away in a whole lot of in a whole lot of churches anymore. Carrying a burden and believing God, it's just not part of their way of worship no more. And it's the very place that Jesus Christ Himself gave is getting honored the least. We got men getting lifted up. We've got them held high. We've got man's knowledge going on. But I'm gonna ask you one thing. Where's the power of God? Where's the salvation at? I need to just come in here and make a name. I'm in here to see whosoever will come to the salvation of God. And if thou wilt believe in thine heart and confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. Something way on your life, Jay, when you fell right over here near this piano. As it was on my life when I bowed my heart and fired that flavor notes. There's people praying for me. There's people fell in there with me. And when I believed in God, everything felt good. Did you know when it felt the best? When I said, I'm saved. When it come out of my mouth, and with that confession, salvation was made clear right there. I mentioned it Sunday. They ain't no better memory I've got than the souls I've got to see saved through the years. You see the newness of life all over. The rejoicing in a soul that was so fearful of hell. And God delivered them. This is things been proved in my life. I've experienced them, Mike. And you know what you won't do? You won't change my mind. You won't change my heart. I know what works, Mark. And I will stay with it. Well, you're wrong, preacher. That book ain't wrong. I might be, but that book ain't wrong. He told me to prove some works in my life. There's times in my life I used to be, I'd worry if I was thinking the right thing, saying the right thing, doing the right thing. I used to worry about what other preachers thought about me. And I'm going to tell you, we ought to have a good, we ought to try to keep a good uh, uh, name one with another. We ought to love one another. We ought to care about one another. But I'm going to tell you what, when it comes to the Word of God and the things God's proved in my life, I don't care what you think about me. I know what works, Mike. And certainly God in the Spirit and in the truth works. And things have been proved. No devil's going to try it through the years. Do you remember what's been proved? Why? For that. For that one. For all these others. You remember there's been some things been proved. I go through my mind, Darlene, a lot of times. And I remember services 
then I've got to sit back and I've heard the man of God preach. And I've seen the church get under the burdens of the objects. Anything that preaches against that right there is a lie. Because if we don't get weary in well doing, and we stay with well doing, we stay with the gospel, we stay with the truth, we stay with worship in the way, not that we've been taught, but that, that we've witnessed. As some people will say, that you've grown up under tradition, Daniel. That it's just for tradition. You watched people, Chad, worship that way, and that's the reason you worship that way. No, Mark Bob, I witnessed some things that works. It ain't my tradition. It ain't something that's just been ingrained in me because I've been in churches in these mountains. I got born again. I got convicted of the Spirit because I witnessed somebody praying for me. Because I witnessed. No, I wasn't even in church. My family didn't go to church. But I will tell you what, I had some people that I knew prayed for me. And it broke my heart and it got me under conviction. And it had an impact in my life. I'm not speaking to you nothing that ain't been proved to me. And as I've been in this way, I've got memory after memory what God will do when the church gets to where it needs to be. And I don't want it to get lost. Because that old deceiver, he'll come in and he'll put a new, he'll put a new thought in your head. He'll put a new doctrine in your, in your, in your, uh, in your way to worship. And you know what he'll do? When he puts something new in there, he'll try to take something else out. All these new age churches, what have they done? You witnessed it, brother. Churches that's been established down through time, now they've got a new way of worshiping. Now they've got new ways of thinking. You know what they've done? They've left the old paths they traveled so long. They've left what worked and laid it down for something that didn't. And it goes on in our little old churches through our communities too. Yes, sir. Things get laid down and a man's got so much pride in his life that he won't change his way of thinking because he'll have to back up and tell everybody he's wrong. And you know what gets sacrificed through that, brother? The very thing we got to witness the other night. That's what gets sacrificed. Born again children of God. And I'm going to tell you what, you turn from the true gospel and you follow something else that ain't proven. You want to know something? David didn't want to put on Saul's armor to go out there to get in a battle. He didn't want to pick up something he hadn't proved, CD. But yet, he knew what worked in his life. He knew God delivered the lion. He knew God delivered the bear. Hey, and all he had to do was reach out and get a hold of it in the face of God. I ain't going to grab onto something new and try to take it in the Bible. Because it won't work. I'm going to stick with what's been proven. 
Because I've seen it myself. <laughs> Preached on the sluggard Sunday morning. You look at the age we live in. Everybody wants to do it different for it's an easier way, don't they, Daniel? Ain't nobody wants to have to turn a wrench. Ain't nobody wants to swing a hammer no more. Ain't nobody wants to do any manual labor no more. We want to be able to punch a button and it get done first. Oh, sluggers. We just got lazy. I told you, Sunday, that's, what that's what's happening out the house of God, Isaac. We just want to sit back and let it happen on its own. And no matter what I do, my Paul, if you're sitting here lost, that you ain't got no choice, you're just going to get drawn out of there and you're going to get saved. Well, I'm going to tell you what. He said, he said if it takes a preacher, how can they preach except they be sent? It takes a broken, contrite spirit. It takes getting broken. And it takes that spirit starting to get home. You want me to tell you something, brother? There's been some preaching going on down here at the church. I believe it's been working on the hearts of them two youngies in your life. Probably three youngies in your life. Do you want to know something? There's been something going on with this man's house that a lot of people ain't even seen. Gets down with his children every night. And he opens the Word of God. And he has devotion. And he prays with them. That's not boasting in him. That's not. But I'm going to tell you what. He's doing what a man ought to do. Exactly. He's doing what a church ought to do. You see the results of it. Oh, his name's praying for his family to him. You've seen the results of it. Think of little old Weston come from up here just not long ago and hit that altar. It ain't from seeing a change in his family at the house in the past few years. We get weary and well doing. And we faint. And we just feel like we get so heavy under the load we can't go on anymore. And we lay down. I said this Sunday. I believe there's a many a person that gave out under the load right before they got delivered of it. A few years ago, David, he was discouraged because after a revival. We saw one get saved in that meeting. We saw Caleb's wife get saved in that meeting. I still remember. You wanted so bad to see your son saved. You, you had a chance been praying. You wanted so bad. And right there, you know what the devil he like to done? It's just, just, just got you so weird that you just gave up. Right up before that revival happened, the devil jumped on this church with both feet, trying his best to destroy this church. And if we'd have just got weary, if I would have got weary, if you'd have got weary, and we'd have found him right there. Your grandson might not have got saved. Your brother might not have got saved, Aubrey. 
no ceremony when we got saved. Don't tell me that the church ain't got a part in this. Why else would the devil come into church so hard? His salvation is right at the door. Have a part in this, he wouldn't be scared of you, Barbara. He wouldn't be scared of nothing about the church. He wouldn't come against the church. He wouldn't come against each individual family. And I can guarantee you this: open up the hearts and the lives of each family in the past few times when we've got to witness salvation. And I guarantee you, you can go home and you can find a battle that's been going on. Some that may not have been spoken of, some that you may never know about. If you want to know what. What the Lord's done through all of those, and you just hang on to this and let these judges hang on to it. Whoever trial you've been facing, Bob, coming up to this point, God proved yourself, didn't he? He proved yourself, Julian. You just hang on to the proof. Don't you listen to nothing else. You just listen and look at the proof. Something you, you've experienced. Something that you've been through. You want to know why my heart's been so burdened in this church for children, for each one of us? I want you to have some experiences, Isaac. The Lord's blessed me with a few down through the years. Jay, that I've got to witness. And you want to know why you won't shake me? Because of my because of the things that's been proved to me. The things that has been tried in my life. And I pray that God he'd strike me dead or a hammer if I ever turn from him. And if I do, God help me to be man enough, Christian enough to apologize. I want to stay this way, Mike. Not just the Baptist way, but the Godly way. The way that's been proven, the way that works, is the way I'm going to stay with. Talk about another scripture. Maybe I will get to read all of them. And I know they're all familiar. I'm glad they are. Over in Isaiah. In about the, in the 40th chapter, he says, To whom then will I be likened? Or to whom then will ye liken me? Or shall I be equal? Saith the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things, that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names, by the greatness of His might. For that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, My way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. So when you're getting weary, when you feel like fainting, 
Just remember where your strength comes from. Because he'll give, he'll give it to you. He said, The creator of the ends of the earth fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Be not weary and well doing. For in due season you'll read that you faint not. Preacher, how am I not going to get weary? How am I not going to faint when I face the things I face? Lean on the one that don't get weary. Lean on the one that don't faint. Lean on the one that when you ain't got no strength, that He'll give you strength. And then you know what you'll do? You'll mount up with wings as eagles. You get down, your burdens get so heavy, sisters and guns, for them grandbabies, you mount up with wings as eagles. You get down so bad and you get so weary, you just don't think you can see tomorrow. Don't get weary and well do it. You just mount up with wings as eagles. How do I do that, preacher? How can I mount up with wings? How can I go through these terrible places in my life and be able to mount up and get above them? There's been some things proved in your life. And things that's proven can go back in your memory, Mike Ball. And you can remember, hey, that when the tribulation, when it worked patience in your life, the patience gave you experience. And the experience gave you hope. And the hope made you not ashamed. I'm going to tell you what, when you get down and you get weary, honey, hey, you get to trust in the God that proves some things in your life. That's how you mount up with wings as eagles. You want to know how I can rejoice sometimes in the lowest places I've been, Jimmy? I've got some memories. I've got some memorials. I've got some things that are established. Sure. Tried. Tested in my life. They've been proven. And I can mount up with wings as eagles. I can run and not be weary. I can walk and not faint. Why? Because He strengthens me. He's the wind beneath my wings. He helps me soar. He helps me get higher and higher. I know you've all heard them eagles preach on the floor. They keep soaring. And they catch that wind. And they go higher and higher and higher. There came a day, though, when they got shoved out of the nest and started falling. And you know what they had to do? They had to trust in their wings. They had to spread them out. You know what we got to witness a little bit of here Sunday night? We got to witness two that just, just come out of the nest. We got to witness one that's already flew a time or two. We got to see some that's already messed in a little while. They've been flying around. 
But you want to know what the whole body's got to do, Jay? We got to get lifted up on them wings. We got that wind underneath every one of our wings Sunday night. If you was born again, you got some wind under your wings, didn't you? Call me. You wasn't even here. I, I was on the way home. I told Jay, I said, I got to call Connolly. I said, I've got to tell him. Why? Because I believe that was a man that was under a burden with this church. How do you know, preacher? He laid a young man on his heart that stood and read Scripture that went along with the whole service all day long. And when I told him, I could hear it over the phone, Shandy. I could hear the wind getting under his wings. And the next thing you know, he called me back. Still crying. Called old man. <laughs> Mike, I guarantee you are going to come home. To God saved, Mike. Amen. I guarantee you, there's a man over here, but over the hill, he got some wind under his wings. Where'd you tell me, Indonesia? Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> brother's got some family that's over in Indonesia. He said, we've been rejoicing from, from here to Indonesia. <laughs> you know what happened? From a little church over in Leicester with about 30 to 40 some people in attendance. You want to know what happened? There's enough wind got to blow it. Then it got under some wings all the way to Indonesia. <laughs> Don't you tell me the church ain't got a part in this. <laughs> I won't get weary well, Lewin. Year season we don't rake if we faint not. You just stick with what's been proven, Judy. Raised by an atheist daddy, but had a mama that prayed for her. Where she sit today? And you keep that in your heart and you remember. I don't care how long it takes those days, you keep praying. I don't care how long it takes them young and them grand young. Keep a praying. Keep a praying for Dean Bob. Don't you just leave it up to happenstance or chance. You get in there and do what a real mother does. What's been proven. You just keep a burn with me. I like this. Uh, that 34th chapter, I done quoted something from it. And I'm going to read it just because I feel like the Lord wants me to. 34th chapter of Psalms. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto Him and were lightened. 
and their faces were not ashamed. The poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. I'm going to stop just a second. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. I'll tell you something. You know why young lions hunger, Connor? Because they ain't got enough experience hunting yet. They don't know how to go after the prey, Bobby. Like an old experienced lion. But you want to know something? Those lions, they train them young lions how to hunt. And they get their experiences from the mothers. From what I understand more so, they need to go to play. And they learn how to hunt by example. And you know what they gain experience? You know why people that trust in the Lord? It says, they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Because the Lord will feed you when, when it comes time. If you've ever tasted and seen that the Lord is good, I know I keep going back to it because the Lord used it for a great example in my life. That young man tasted and seen that the Lord was good a few months ago, didn't he? He come out of that seat right there and he just already got saved. When we baptized him, there's a memory etched in my soul that will never leave me when he come out of that water. You know, he didn't know nothing about church when he come here. Didn't know nothing about any of this. No, but you know what a mother did? She got to set an example. Got to love him. Hey, young, he come out of that water. He just laid down in that grass, Jay, and rolled back and started weeping. He got up there on the bridge. He colder than the dickens. Him soaking wet. And he balled up the ball on his knees. He just went to weeping. He got some experience of the goodness of God, didn't he? He proved some things in his life. And that made him want to fall right in there next to Aiden up here in this hour the other night. That he'd get to say, I heard his prayer. But more than that, God heard his prayer. He's praying that that young man get what he had. He want him to know the joys of salvation. Because he had trusted in the Lord and he knew that he could be found faithful. He had tasted and seen that the Lord was good. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good. Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. 
The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. Now that right there kicks a few doctrines just clean out of here. Does it not? Don't tell me the prayers of the church don't make a difference. Don't you dare tell me that. (laughs) The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous, now listen, the righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as are of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. what the Lord gives us tonight. I thank the Lord for His Word. I thank Him might call for some things that's proven and will continue to prove themselves as long as God's people keep their faith and their trust and their hope right where it needs to be. And that's in the Almighty resurrected Savior Jesus Christ. Why that's what he tells to call upon him while he's nigh. You trust the Lord. He hears the cry of the righteous. What is he calling me? You read it. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You seek him, church. I didn't say it to make it funny. Back to this. About wearing the grace out down to the baptizing hole. I mean it. I'd love to just keep that keep that grace wore out. But for that grace to be wore out, this altar will have to get wore out too. Erlene, you vacuumed. Others in here vacuums and cleans in here. But I tell you what, I hope we got to replace this carpet because it's so wore out. I really do, Mike. I want to see some more people saved. Brother Preacher, you saw two and you saw a few back of this and saw, hey, I'm going to tell you what, you can't see enough of that. You can't see enough of that. And now we got more in here praying with us. Let's just keep us standing on the place we've been standing. Keep being steadfast. Let's not be sluggards in this. Let's not get lazy. Let's not step back. Let's let this ignite a fire under us and keep it going. When it gets rough and when it gets hard, don't get weary and well done. You just remember some things that got proved in your life. That they that wait upon the Lord shall. I love that. You stop right there. They lay upon the Lord's shadow. And lay enough right there to keep you going.
remember the things that's been proven of it. Especially some hard times, Bobby, won't you? But the Lord will get you through it. You don't get weary in well doing. You don't faint. In due season, you'll reap. That's scriptural. Bear ye one another's burdens. Bear your own burdens. There's some things, church, we got to carry. There's some things we've got to go through. Stand up right now and tell me, just like you said, Dan kept saying, Look at this smile, look at this smile, look at this smile. If you can stand up and tell me that these faces that we've seen come up out of these altars ain't worth it, then you know what you need saved. If you can't rejoice in that, that said he didn't sleep a wink Sunday night. I kept waking up on and off, and all I could see was these faces. Of these youngins and the joy, the smile. And all week long, it just kept proving to me. Sorry, Sparks, singing the song. I don't regret a mile that I've traveled for the Lord. And I'll say this and then I'm done. Yvonne Owen, dying of pancreatic cancer. Me and Brian went down to visit her. It's Davis Owen's mother. Whole family sitting there around her grieving. Hardest thing to watch. Such a godly woman. Wonderful woman. Laying there, a passing on. Everybody starts coming in to visit. Everybody's coming in trying to comfort the family, trying to bring joy. And here's a lady. And they're dying and knows her days are numbered. And start singing, even the valley is higher ground. That lady singing has lifted me up on the wings of eagles a million times. When I could see her down at her, what the world would see as her lowest point. There's some things got proved to this old boy down there that day. That when it comes down to facing death. Even that valley is higher ground. <laughs> that was a moment that them two men that preached the gospel now, they'd come rolling in late at night after they'd been out in all the worldly things. They'd come in, they'd hear a mama. Tell me the church don't have a difference, make a difference. They'd come in and they'd hear a mama in her prayer closet. I pray that God would save her voice. And now, one of them very men preached the message tonight your son got saved. Don't you tell me the church don't make a difference in this. They stained them works way before me and you ever know about it. Way before that boy was born, this mom prayed for days and traps on it. 
when they gave their heart to the Lord, they announced their power. Then that man stood in this pulpit and preached what God gave him that night. The very thing that finally broke that boy right there to him in the mouth. Even the wife is hired now. And that comes from a good godly praying mama right there. Oh, yes. Sir, there's some things that's been proven. Don't you let nobody talk to you into giving them up. Because they work. They work, Isaac Woody. They work for me. They work for you. They work for my children. And they'll work for yours. You're just saying that because that's your grandson right there. I want it just as much for that I'm right there. And I do for that. And I mean that in all sincerity. There's not one in here that the Lord wants to save any more than another. Because He's not willing that any, A-N-Y, any should perish. But that all, A-double-L, would come to repentance. Don't you let nobody erase that out of your Bible. Oh, I could go all night. I'm thankful there's some things got proved in my life a long time ago. And God's still proving. God's still moving. Jay said it Sunday morning, and he's still awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I love the Lord. Anybody got anything on your heart?